This is the five next steps show with Daniel Dua. So, hi, how are you doing? This is Daniel, and um, I was in a sex sectorial. I was in sectorial. That's a difficult word to say. I was in sectorial the other day. You know, like um, three days ago. What's a sectorial? Sectorial is when uh, you have a bunch of um, policymakers meet. And uh, they decide what they're going to be doing for the next 90 days, uh, you know, this quarter or the next four quarters, whatever it is. So they decide this is what we're doing. This is where we use it. We, we, we are putting our efforts. This is where we're going to put our spending. And these are the things that we're going to be pursuing the next, say, 90 days, you know. And then how we're going to know we're successful, how we're going to measure it, we're going, who going to, who's going to be part of uh, the implementation. And one of the, uh, the points for this sector was to find ways to work with uh, public-private partnerships. And one of the people, uh, they ask uh, very important questions, very important question, really. And they asked, uh, why do business fail? And, and in the context of sector, it may sound that uh, like that was, uh, you know, not aligned with the agenda of the day. But a lot of companies are uh, are retrenching or, or you know, uh, layoffs. There are major layoffs are going on at the moment. And everybody's saying now we're going to do business and that kind of things. So if you study any any business business uh, book you'll hear or you'll be told that businesses fail within the first 18 months and uh, so it, it's it struck it struck it struck me that um, let me do that again so it 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 struck me that in the next few few months we're going to have a lot of people opening businesses because now they don't have jobs and everybody going you have to be an entrepreneur and uh, i started thinking about the reasons why businesses fail, and and this this might be global, like uh, across the board, universal reasons why businesses fail, and I came up to a few pointers, and I, I'd like to share those with you uh, at the moment. So, one of the most important thing I remember being told by one of my mentors is when you come from cushy jobs you come from government you come from 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 private companies you had a big desk and and a workforce and you know uh, computers and that kind of thing and you find most people when they start businesses you buy everything but what the business is you buy furniture and an office and you lease and all this stuff but you haven't defined what the business is and i think that's 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 a really really major part of this and now you you find you get into a problem where you have lack of demand for your product or service because again you haven't defined what the business is you you haven't done market research you haven't gone out there and asked people is this what you need do you need it in this particular form because they might be needing what you what you're selling but they don't need it in the form that you 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 are selling it at a good example is one one of these times i met you know one of those billionaires and he runs a company that sells um, cooking oil vegetable oil literally vegetable oil and for since i was a kid i thought you know you sell the most of the vegetable oils at the massive supermarkets at the shopping mall and this person told me no we sell more stuff in the informal sector in the slums 
because what we do we package them in really really small packages and you can sell these every day for very little money but you know that little money adds up so if you're selling probably 20 liters of of uh, vegetable oil at this fixed price if you break it down in small little uh, packages you can charge more you know it's called a surcharge you can put more more charge to it and then you know uh, when you quantitatively put it together the sachets are going to sell more than the, the the big packages you know and and every company in the world does that you know uh, from toothpaste companies where they have this small little branded uh, toothpaste that you know the, the, the kind that you get it uh, in a plane you know when you're flying and then they give you the toothpaste the, the care package which has a toothbrush and a toothpaste those small little tooth toothpastes those toothpastes when they sell them in the, in the informal sector they sell them for you know a, a bit of a little bit of money but when you put that money together they make so much money so product demand service demand do, do people know that the other thing also is if you've never run a business and you've never been uh, you've never failed at business you've never failed at something it's very difficult to run a business so financial management poor financial management is a huge huge part of why businesses fail because most times you think that uh, your runway you have enough runway and uh, you have this small capital and you know you think your issues capital you think you you'll blame everything else but you don't know how to manage stuff and you don't learn how to manage stuff from just talking about managing or starting something you have to put in the design the planning stage how am going how how what's my skill level number 1 and number 2 if i don't have the skills to manage who can help me manage and sometimes when you're starting out just reach out there's always a kid who knows the stuff you know there's always somebody who knows the stuff and be around people who supporting of the stuff not accepting of the stuff you're trying to do not when you're starting out don't don't go out there trying to you know get votes for you know starting the thing just get people who have a skill in what you want to do people and you always know the people in i mean remember in college you always knew who knew how to do something your phone is broken you know who's gonna fix it you know something so that's the same mentality go out there and find a good manager to teach you how to do the thing job shadow someone who's already doing the thing just ask them i'm gonna come help you today for a week you know i'm gonna help you for a week don't charge me anything i'm gonna pay for my own fare pay for my own airtime all i want to know all i want to do is you know help you with the stuff and you observe and you learn and if you're genuine enough they'll always say yes you know nobody people like to 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 share their experience and, and their knowledge and that kind of thing and the most important one is uh most people get into, and it doesn't matter if it's personal business or entrepreneurship or, you know, whatever it is, most people do not have uh, the knowledge or experience. They've never done anything that they think, I mean, so you, you, you're coming to, 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 to run business and you've never run anything. So you're going to fail naturally. And then also, um, one of the other major ones is uh, marketing and sales. So you need to put strategies before you start what you you have to define the product you have to put management in there you have to get experience and knowledge by doing by job shadowing and then now you have to know that there's going to be competition and competitor is not the person who's next door to you competitor is 
in terms of the supply chain. Where am I getting my stuff from? How much is it costing me? Uh, where do I need to get it to? Because it's never about the guy next door, the woman next door, whatever it is, the child next door. It's about, I have a product, where is my customer? And unless you find that, you're going to get a lot of competition. And then also, you can't sit back there and, 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 and do all these things if you don't have sufficient uh, capital to start with. so And sometimes it's not monetary. Sometimes it's social capital. Sometimes it's about telling someone, this is what I'm doing. And they refer you to someone and say, um, this is my person. I believe in them. I know they're going to deliver. And the social capital is, uh, they, they're going to, I mean, refer you to someone. But then you have to deliver. So capital is great. But Kenyan, the Kenyan experience has always been very interesting. Kenyans go to any place in the world and if you let, give them enough time, they take over stuff because we're not going to start from the top. We're going to start from where we are. We're going to start with the basic stuff. If the only thing you have is $10, ask yourself, what is it I can get for $10 and flip for $20, for $12, you know, and grow it that way. A great example is Kenyans who go out there and you live in an estate and you have to drive 40 minutes to, to get groceries. The next day, Kenyans are going to be selling groceries from the back of their kitchen. And in a month's time, in a year's time, in two years' time, in five years' time, they have a supermarket and everybody who lived around is going to be saying, oh, you know, Kenyans came to take our jobs. You never had a grocery before. So opportunity is about sometimes uh, not waiting for the funds you need. Sometimes it's about using social capital. And I always tell people this. The only reason, one of the major, major reasons why you go to campus is to network, is to get social, net, social to, to create this social capital. You know, you, you, you are known for the things you did in campus. You are this kind of person. You are a problem solver. You, you are really good at, at, at some of that stuff. So social capital is more important for me, for me, from where I'm standing to create social capital is more important to have financial capital because money goes away, you know. Every every business person that you've ever met, the uh, businesswoman you've ever met, businessman that you've ever met, they'll always tell you that there's going to be ups and downs, there's going to be good days, bad days, but it's it's the constant, it's the constant growth, you know, the gradual growth, you know. And most importantly, most of the major corporations, they do uh, credit transfers, you know, uh, I, I've been in businesses where they you wake up in the morning and you call your your your, your friend or the other business, even a competitor, and say, uh, "Can you give me this stuff, you know, on credit?" Well, and you know, at the end of the day, you clear your credit, or at the end of the week, you clear your credit. At the end of the month, supermarkets uh, and major chains—that's what they do. You take you take your services, you, you take your products or services to 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 these big, big, big corporations. And you're paid in 45 days after the stuff has been sold, not not after they deliver the stuff. So you put the stuff on consignment, and for the next, I, I mean, if if they sit on the shelf and then it's sold, you don't get your money. Then you get your money after 45 days. Now there are merits and merits of that, and that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about why business fail. Um, but most time, that's how they raise capital. Because if you're putting the money, if, if, if you have all this money in your account, let's say, for example, you've sold uh, 20 televisions at, what, $10,000, whatever it is, uh, you have $10,000 in your checking account at the bank. 
that means something to the bank. You can walk into the bank and say, I, I need a line of credit for this much, for this device I want, for, for this product I want, for to, you know, to, to, to train my staffs, uh, my staff, my staffer really, that kind of thing. So it, it's important to understand that. But again, I'm going to go back to social capital. Social capital is more important than financial capital. Having capital, uh, walking to getting references, and social capital works very perfectly well in terms of uh, um, uh, private clubs. I mean, if, if you're a member of a private club, you're not going to give business to anybody outside of the private club. You know, you're playing golf, and then uh, you sit at the golf uh, at the clubhouse after golf. You know, you're taking your tea. And you discuss the, the, the business. You, in, in 10, 15 minutes, it's gone around the table and everybody's got a piece of the bread, you know. And that's, that's the challenge because now they don't teach that at, private, uh, at public school. They don't teach you, you know, unless you, you do those financial courses that, you know, kids of the rich do, you know. So it's, it's really important to understand that. Um, another reason why businesses fail, according to me, is uh, uh, planning... And, and, and strategy you know sometimes we don't plan we say okay uh, because i have seen i've seen a lot of cases where people start businesses because their friends started a business uh and and again pyramid schemes remember envy and greed same thing if you're envious of someone and and and, and you get very greedy very quickly the, the question you should ask yourself if i'm going to be spending my time doing this particular business do i really want to be spending my day doing this thing Am I capable of doing the thing? Uh, is there a better way to use my time? You know, because sometimes you will be at a point in life where you need to take a break from all of it and just, you know, go be useful and, and purposeful in a different area. And, 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 you know, greed and envy will lead you to poor planning and poor strategy because you're thinking, you're thinking, oh, if they're doing it, I can do it too. As opposed to, because sometimes it's even more important that if you see they're successful at the business, you can actually implement a strategy to help them. So I think there's some sort of wisdom to thinking about if 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 your your view is somebody has opened a business next door and you should open the same business, I think there's some wisdom in putting a legal structure and a funding structure of investing in their business. So finding a system where you can walk into them and have a conversation over time. Don't rush, you know. Uh, life is not going anywhere. So strategy, planning, sitting with them and, and having coffee and, and having a relationships. Relation, again, like I said, people go to campus to form relationship, to form social capital that you can use later as opposed to get an education. I mean, by the time you're getting to campus, you have gotten an education. The, the, the challenge is probably you haven't been taught to think because, again, that's a big deal. And I, I remember saying this at, um, at, a, at a forum. Uh, we were teaching these uh, uh, village kids. And, you know, I said, you know, you need to learn how to think. And somebody took offense to it. And I go, like, sit down. Here's what I mean. You know, every company from Apple to Google to, to whatever it is, the first thing they teach you to do is, you know, to think, you know design thinking how how is this thing i'm making how is it going to impact the world who is my customer who's my who's my audience and it's normally one person you're designing for one person that kind of thing so design thinking learning how to think and being strategic and planning 
And sometimes you don't have to do it yourself, but you have to find a way to monitor. And also, don't invest money that you cannot lose because you lose money. Yeah, uh, there are two ways: you either gain or you lose. That's why that's what it's called a business. I remember I, in in high school, uh, my commerce teacher was one of the best, and she used to tell me, you know, uh, you either make a profit or make a loss. That's what a business is. You make a profit or make a loss, but you design a great, great product. And I remember uh, designing these mocha products and we take them over. And, and very soon I realized I didn't want to make uh, practical products like 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 fabricated products. So I started selling ideas. I used to go to the principal and go like, you need to send these girls to the park. And and learning how to do that, learning how to talk to authority, you know, learning to, to go to the bank and go like, I'm going to teach you computing. And they ask you, why do we need to learn computing? Because, you know, that kind of thing. And and learning that's really important. And it's just being strategic and having a plan, and even as a small kid. And the, the last reason why businesses fail is poor customer service. Now, I live in a city where, and I live in a country where you don't have to leave your house. You have network. You can work from home. You can order food from home. You can watch, uh, you know, Netflix and chill on Netflix and married, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and, and this is the rest of the world at the moment. So if somebody comes to your business for a product or a service, you need to treat them well because where else would they live? You know, they don't have a reason to leave their house. And most times you find you go to a place and the service is just horrible. I remember, uh, I've talked about this before. Um, there's a coffee house I like going to and, and we've been going through it there since probably 20 years when we were kids. And, and my, my, my friend and I, fudge cake, we, we, we'd, we'd go there and because we were kids, we could only afford one fudge cake. And I'd like my latte and she had our coffee. So the same coffee house for, for years and years and years, we've, we've gone to the same one. And I was traveling across the country and they opened a branch in this small little town. So I tell this guy, this guy go like, oh, you know, we can go to that coffee house because again, you, you know, we're bougie and stuff. And we go, we enter and the, the, the girl welcome, welcomes us great you know you know we can have a conversation she sits us down but then the girl who comes to 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 offer the service um she's saying all the right things but you know it's it's a script you know it's not a conversation it's not like in the city where you're having a conversation you can you know she understands what we're about so the service is very it's not bad it's not good either it's just there you know and we immediately we look at each other and go like, oh yeah, we we just going back, go, we just gonna go back to the city and have a proper, a proper meal or something like that because she she's a small town girl, never left, and there's no problem with small town. I just don't want to live there, um, so she's never left the place. So she knows what she was taught. Now you want somebody again if you go to a private club, you meeting somebody who's been in those situations. They they've drove driven the car, they've been to the places, they've traveled to the so when you're having a conversation, even if it's a two minutes conversation, you you form partnerships. And next time when you when you come through, you go like, Oh, you know, you need to talk to that person because so you're forming this network. Again, very important. Customer care. And when you're starting a business, that's part of the planning. That's part of strategy, you know. That's part of the social uh, social capital that you're going to invest in. And then also, I want us to, you know, uh, my, my mentors always say is that, why are you making it so negative? You always tell people, why are you making it so negative? You can present the stuff in a positive way. Instead of saying, we cannot do this thing, you say, 
I think if we do this, we can achieve the thing. Not being positive, but not being negative either, you know. So that's important. And in that same regard, I want to talk about how to succeed, you know, and, and, and get through the hurdle so that your business doesn't fail. So some of the, the ideas that you you need to put in place before you start a business or entrepreneurship, especially with the layoffs now, especially from, you know, you have a million people coming from schools and, and institutions every year and there's not enough jobs in the world. Uh, sometimes it's about creating the job and sometimes you need to start from where you are, you know. So I think one of the things you really want to put time into outside of social capital is to, create, to, 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 to do market research. And also identify your client. I'm going to give you an example. Uh, there's there's a major multinational corporation that's been there for 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 a century, selling toxics. Really, uh, I mean, they sell the black stuff on on the bottle, and, and they do great marketing campaign. When I was a kid, I studied the business, the the, the, the model, you know, for 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 what Coke is, Coca Cola is. And Coca-Cola, they, according to the study I did back in the day when I was a kid, I think I was 14 or 15, and I read that Coca-Cola, the black stuff that they sell, is targeted, uh, targeted at a male kid, 14 years old, no, 17 years old, male kid, 17 years old, because a 17-year-old kid is the coolest person in the family. Uh, but because they're just growing, they, they want to have that dark stuff so they can put, if they put liquor in, nobody will know. And you'll find the sister will have something colored. So a younger sister would have something that's colored. So that's Fanta. Their mom would want something that's a bit more classy. So probably black currant or Sprite or something like that. And then the father would want ginger ale. And you find that's how they structured from one person. So you need to identify your customer or your client, you know, for your product service. Who is your client? And you have to define it by age, by gender, by socioeconomic, by, uh, you know, exposure. Because, I mean, if, if, if you're selling curated cheese that's been marinated in, I don't know, you know, the... The laughter of angels let's say you need somebody who understands what that is you know so socioeconomics is going to be an important thing uh i think level of schooling is going to be an important thing packaging is going to be an important thing so those kind of things so understanding who your client is who your customer is and their needs you know because there's no point of 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 um selling a royce i mean again let's go back to the private club a Mercedes-Benz is never advertised. They've never advertised their Mercedes-Benz. You go to the club and there's going to be an open and gonna be, there's going to be the new Mercedes packed over there. In, and, you know, and, and the manager is going to be there and he's going to be giving people a uh, you know, uh, test drive. And if you have the previous Mercedes, you don't buy the next Mercedes. You get into the next Mercedes because why? Because, you know, you're going to deliver the, the previous one and they're going to give you the new one and you're going to figure out financing. That's how it works. So if that's your client, yes. But in, if you're selling, again, uh, vegetable oil, you're not going to be putting all the effort to put these massive billboards at the shopping mall, at, at the, you know, uh, in, in, in uh, affluent centers. You want to think about uh, where am I going to put this, you know, I'm going to put it in where informal sectors informal areas and have those small little packages and sell more i mean if you're selling 200 dollars at the supermarket uh 
if you make them in small packages you can sell $500 or you know $1000 you know same stuff so understanding your customer needs really important and then also again uh i know i've said this before but creating a business plan with realistic goals and budgets if all you have is $10 the question is what can i do with $10 to make $15 to make $12 to make uh $20 as opposed to because the conversation has always been if i had $100 i would do this thing now if you can't if you can't use $20 to make to 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 start your business if you have $100 you won't make anything so you need to start thinking of realistic goals for me realistic goals are not the limitations they are this is what i can do with what i have again start where you are start where you are it's really really important start where you are and understanding market market research because like for example um pampers you know diapers you can go to the supermarket and buy diapers for you know crazy amount of money or you can go to the supplier who does you know home depot or some sort you can go to the supplier and buy a whole rim that's going to last you a whole month for a bit all you have to make sure is it doesn't affect your kid you know your kid doesn't get a reaction and again every every parent knows that you're going to try different type of diapers until you get the one that your kids really like you know it doesn't affect your kid but you go and buy the big you know packaging now if you if if you're selling diapers everybody knows that you don't sell the whole package you sell one diaper at a time so you'll find a woman or a man will go i mean a woman will call the the husband or the boyfriend or whatever it is and say you know come come with a diaper and the guy will come with two or three diapers you'll send your kids to get two or three diapers not ideal but that's how you make money so understanding that those the the customer needs understanding the budgets you know your real real your realistic budgets you know just doing a comprehensive business plan and understanding realistic goals and budgets works like a magic and then again also develop a strategy to reach and retain customers number one it's important to reach customers so again like the mercedes example mercedes it has a brand loyalty it has a brand identity that people know about brand identity i've been told that i say identity too quickly that people don't understand its identity because i say identity identity so mercedes benz has a brand identity it has a brand loyalties so that's why they sit it at the golf club and you know if you're getting the next one or not you know they don't sell mercedes benz you know you if you ask how much a mercedes benz cost they're not going to tell you you're not their customer you know so they they there's that and then also so developing how to reach customer is number one. but number two, how do you retain because a customer is a repeat is a customer when they are repeat customer sorry there's a plane that's passing i don't know if you can hear it a customer is a customer because they are repeat customer they come back for service but why they're coming back because you have great customer care you have great prog- uh, products and you got uh you, you you have a great strategy too to 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 keep the customers so retaining customers is really really important and then also as you continue to 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 grow or to go uh, equally to go or to grow because i mean there are days that's going to be great there are days that are not going to be great but as you continue to grow and go 
you need to start to reevaluate and also adjust your business plan as you go because again things change technology change people's perception change and a lot of stuff changes and you need to adapt to change otherwise you're going to i mean the only thing that's constant in the world as they say is change and one thing i remember uh, reading this and i go like there's a chinese saying that says we live in interest interesting times and interesting times is you walk down down the downtown and your ice cream parlor place that you went when your kid is closed now what do you do you need to re-strategize even in business even in entrepreneurship even the service industry you need to change you need to adapt to change and change is a good thing because there are two things you either fight the change and you will lose obviously you will lose or adapt to change and you have to be quick enough to adapt but not too quick that you lose your customers because customers have needs and again like for example in in the Hilton example where you find the the old traditional Hilton client wants the same stuff they don't want changes the old Mercedes driver a, a person who's driving a Mercedes will never drive anything but a Mercedes pa- perhaps they're going to drive a VW they're going to drive a German car for most part you know uh if they drive probably a Japanese car they're going to drive maybe a Toyota uh four wheel drive something like that just to get them to where they're going but again you know the profile of that uh, of that customer so they need a bit of change and that's why you find companies like Toyota when they do their 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 luxury cars they don't change much not they they're not the first one to adapt the Koreans will adapt to technology very fast the Hyundai and the Kias and whatever else it is they adapt very fast because they the new kids on the block what what's the selling point we have the new kids on the block we we have the greatest whatever it is samsung again adapts you know to 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 new stuff very quickly apple will be very consistent growing slowly slowly until they need the thing that so i mean I, or they figure out to do it so those are the kind of things and even you you should start thinking to adapt as you go you know evaluate adapt that kind of thing and then again social capital understanding social capital really really important because social capital again foundation and i will repeat this again people go to campus not to learn not to be educated but but to have social capital and once you start understanding that you know becomes a really really important so creating networks like i said before you get into entrepreneurship and the other people are not your enemies they're not your competi- competitors you bring them to the fold you have agreements and and it, it it's nice if you make sure that there are legal agreements from day one and also how do you resolve issues when issues arise because issues are going to arise you can sell something and then it's broken and then what how do you handle that so you need to plan for this stuff and and developing networks really really key and you need to get to industry um uh, what do you call them industry experts and industry um associations you need to start thinking even if it's a small shop what are the associations that are around shops what what are the 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 the, the non-profits that are within that the, those environments where you know you can you can do sub, you can reach out and they can probably give you an education education is free for most part and there's plenty plenty of education in, especially there's there's a lot of people that are running a lot of things what are the grants that you can get what are the taxations that uh, taxation re- reliefs that you can get from 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 policy you know from policy makers 
read widely, you know, understand your industry widely. That's that's part of the the key um, key element of of running stuff. You know, it it goes back to that strategic planning, plugging in to networks, plugging into industry networks, plugging into to to other people who've done the business before. Having a mentor that has done the business before, even if he's saying, "Yes, I run my shop, but can I be coming?" I, you know, I have I have a person who runs who, who who can you know man the shop in the morning. Can I come and just watch you do the stuff? I'm gonna help out. I'm gonna carry the stuff, and just learning the the, the essence, because again, and, and this is a major major issue that I've faced with young people, because they're on on their screens and they're not in the real world. Uh, there are no opportunities for them to get into the real world. So you, they find they have all this knowledge, but it's very theoretical. You know, when they go into the real world, they, they, they break down because they don't fit in very well. So those are challenges. So forming in networks, uh, volunteering in, like, for example, I think everybody should go to campus for, you know, or a form of structured institution. Uh, when they are 16, 15, 17. Um, but also, I think people should job shadow. So even as an entrepreneur, you should job shadow. Uh, because most businesses fail because you've never experienced the thing. You don't have associations. You don't have network. When when you don't have capital, you are done for. You can't make a call to someone because they don't know you. And even if they don't know you, they don't know you in that way. So there's, there's, there's that, you know. Um, I remember when I was a kid, probably 13 years old, I used to go to the university uh, library. And of course, I wasn't in the university and I couldn't get a card to get to. But I knew the librarian. So every time I would carry a cookie or something like that, and she'd be like, oh, you know, you can read any book you want. You can go with it, but anything you want, you know, I'll get you any book you want, you know. And that's how I would study all these concepts and ideas and stuff. And, and then the, she would send me to a lecturer who would break uh, the information that I, you know, so I would take all these notes and she'd go like, okay, she'd look at the notes and go like, go talk to this lecturer and this hall. And I would just go, oh, I've been sent by the librarian to talk to you about this. And we'd have all this great conversation as a kid. So forming that network, how did I know to form that network? I didn't. I was just curious for information, knowledge, and and how you turn that knowledge into uh, actionable um, stuff. So forming uh joining industry experts uh getting other successful business owners into into your network i think that's really really important and again greed and envy leave that out the door just know that when you look at a person how do i bring value to this person number one and number two is there something i can learn from this person it's a very fantastic way of living your life and i'm going to tell you that for free it's, it's fantastic and then also you need to remember that um as you 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 continue to to grow also uh join uh training sessions they're free training sessions but then they're also paid training sessions how to be prudent in finances you know because all of us we are not good at finances uh let's not lie i mean we might be minimalists or you know opulent or whatever it is but none of us know how to spend money because you wake up in the morning and you get some money and what have we been taught you need to go buy the thing that you don't have or you think you don't have, you know. But the question is, do you need these things? So financial prudence, you know, learning to to to, to be financial prudence is really, really important. And how do you do that? By 
by learning formal stuff how how do i these are my finances and having somebody to break it down for you you know this is the income this is how much i spend in the business this is how much i need to save this is how much i need to spend for fun and and you need to do stuff for fun i remember um when i was going up and we'd go out with my mom you know shopping or to town whatever it is we did a lot with my mom and we would walk down the street and my mom would ask me how much money do do we have and she, and she'd ask me how much money do we need to spend for the things we need to spend and then how much money are we going to have for lunch and you know that kind of thing and it's the same stuff i'm telling you you need to plan to be prudent with your money but also there is no reason of creating all this wealth if you cannot spend the wealth you know if you there's there's no point of, of of creating all this wealth if you can't enjoy it so also you need to learn to enjoy the stuff and you need to be good with enjoying because a lot of people feel like if they're enjoying their money they get guilty you know you need to give some you need to be generous in terms of you know th- these are the causes that we we fund these are the causes that we support but also you need to also have some fun with with whatever it is you need to save obviously it goes without saying and you need to invest and you uh diversifying your investment is really important i learned that from my grandfather from my grandfather who invested in stocks invested in in in, in property and in, in all these other things and also he just invested invested in us in terms of education you know you had to wake up in the morning at six in the morning and you had to find something to do with, with your time and then you had to read stuff there are all these books on there on the on the shelf that you just pick one and read and there was music and there was you know there was laughter and there was um trees and planting stuff in in the, in the city you know at the backyard there were fruits that you could just pick you know that kind of thing so having a complete balanced life you know it's not just you work every day you know take a holiday you know and plan for that stuff and then also you need to also start remembering that um you have to uh to 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 be positive so people need to know what what are your values you know in terms of when you wake up in the morning what are people supposed to do you know Uh, because you find most people wake up in the morning and they f- they they're trying to fill in their hours give people a sense of purpose this is what we stand for this is what we're trying to do and 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 let give them the freedom to be who they are you don't stand uh, you know monitoring people i think um there's there's wisdom in delegating and delegation is about I'm giving you this permission to do the thing. Give them budgets to do what they need to do and then trust them because they you had if you hire good people, if you if you around good people, if you hire good people, they'll always get good results. You know, whatever the results is, so long as you are aligned. And if 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 things fall apart, sit down, sit back and say, "Okay, things are falling apart. How do we get the wheels back? How do we start moving again?" Those kind of things. And if you fall into hard time, explain it to the people. You don't have to explain it to the rest of the world but the people within the organization need to know and need to trust that you are leading them well so th- those are important things and then also probably the last one is um, you need to also stay updated with the industry with uh, the service that you provide with the products that you provide you know if um, because sometimes you don't want to keep inventory i don't believe in keeping inventory i don't believe in being a store i remember when i was a kid again 
I started this stuff when I was a kid. When I was a kid, we, we ran all this creative stuff and we didn't know how to fund it. So we'd print up, uh, we'd print, you know, the promotional t-shirt that we'd be wearing, you know, and, and those outfits, everybody wanted them. So eventually, you know, we started selling that stuff. And I would go to, you know, we had a, I'd print like 20 of them and I'd go to the shopping malls and give them to, you know, on consignment, it would be like really painful. But then if you went downtown and give them to these people, you just trusted these people and go like, I'm going to give you two of them. Uh, next week, I'm going to pass by. If you sell, you know, here's my number, give me a call. And you find in those setups, you do more business. And because you didn't ask these people, I mean, they know it's genuine and, and normally most people will not treat them genuinely because everybody is chasing them for, after something, you know, licenses and all this other stuff and people are looking down on them. But you're an uptown kid, you walk to this person and say, listen, I have these five t-shirts and very good quality t-shirts. I'm going to leave two with the, with you. Tomorrow I'm going to pass by. If, if you get customers, let me know. They're in business. They understand the basics of business. Profits and profits and profits. That's what they think about. So they ask you how much you sell it for. I go like, oh, that's too high. Whatever it is. You revise the price. Again, adapt uh, to change or die. That kind of thing. And we'd sell a lot of t-shirts that way, you know, over time. Now, it's it's a pain remembering where the street is. Because, I mean, again, you know, in middle town, whatever it is. And also, you plug in knowing that you might lose a bunch of those uh, T-shirts, you know, two or three or whatever it is. So you 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 put that in your expense report, you know, um, and and you plan that if I lose three or four, it's not gonna be horrible, you know, that kind of thing. So those are some of the the things you can do to mitigate from failing uh, when when you start your business or entrepreneurship service or product, uh, selling products in in the in the first year, whatever it is. It's not perfect. It's not written in stones. These are just guides. And probably you have better guides. You know, you, 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 you're in the industry, you, you're doing it. So perhaps you have better guides. If you can share those with me, I'd really appreciate so that we can create a community of uh, entrepreneurs, of people who are living with purpose, people who are living with passion, people who are living their passion, and people who are going through the world and taking their pas- pa- purpose and passion and sharing that and you know probably creating a better world than they found so i'm gonna leave it at that again uh very quickly uh reason why stuff fail uh businesses fail uh lack of demand for service product you know uh poor financial management um, uh, experience lack of experience and knowledge and I, I remember when we were kids we used to ask where do you get 20 years experience and the answer is just do just just start where you are and do the stuff you want to do because if you wait you're gonna wait a long time and you know nobody's coming to save you so just start doing the stuff and then there's the competition so understanding what is competition what's not competition um capital again i'm very very driven by social capital not financial capital and also not having strategy or planning, you know, those are important ones. Customer service, very, very important. On the flip side, how do you start planning for success? So success in business, I think it's really, really important to do market research, to understand what the customers need or your client needs, doing a comprehensive uh, uh, reality check. This is the dream. This is where I start. Of course, you're going to achieve your dream. But it's going to take a while. It's going to take some time. And time is good. Time is your asset. Time is your friend. 
because as you grow you learn as you go you learn you know it's it's important you grow and you go as you learn and and i've never met a successful person in the world who didn't have a failed business now i'm not saying you should fail i'm just saying you should learn and you should be open to learning and 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 plug in the failure uh, again it's very important to define what success is to you and then go into the world and find three three entities or three persons who've succeeded and learn from that and go like where do i fit in not copying but because there's nothing new that's been happen uh, that happens on in on earth there's nothing new everything that we are doing today has been done before the only difference is we're bringing and putting our rubber stamp onto the, this new thing we're doing or we're doing it differently and i think there's a lot of wisdom in that also and uh, so knowing what your customer needs doing market research uh having goals realistic goals but dreaming it's important to dream because sometimes we our dream is too small we live in a village or we live in a pond and you think oh that's the rest of the world i would rather live in the rest of the world going to the rest of the world walking the rest of the world and come back home to my small estate village town whatever it is okay i'm a city kid so in, in back in my city but going to the world and doing this awesome stuff i think is really really important and then coming back home and enjoying the rest of your day you know that kind of thing and then also uh it's important to continue to evaluate and and develop products as you go services as you go and then also seek industry experts seek associations seek uh non-governmental organizations so not for profits who are doing stuff in the in that industry just reach out and and create networks that sort of sort of way and then also now start to actually learning the financial practices Uh, understanding how finances work understanding you know in, in the business way you can do the executive executive program there's 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 there's, there's still wisdom in, in 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 going to ivy league schools but also there's reason to going to community school there's reason going to stuff that we call yativets you know technical institutions learning how to do the thing um just because you're the, the CEO of the company the chairman of the company doesn't mean you need to sit in your cushy office I, th- i think you're going to lose money if you do that there's something beautiful about learning how the stuff works you know and and being with the people being with the people especially and and treating your people well you know and treating your people well is not always about money sometimes it's just how you treat them sometimes it's about introducing them and say you know this this person you know and if you can get opportunities also you, if you can send them to 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 you know places of like like If you have somebody who works for you and you can send them to to a, a school program for a week or you know to attend school for a week that that pays off because they talk to their families they talk to their kids and their their friends and you know and and you know and if if you can scale that over time amazing because it's great to create it's great to create legacy, legacy businesses but also it's great to give generously yeah in whatever you choose Uh, and sometimes it's going to be your knowledge sometimes it's going to be your experience sharing your experience the success is the failure and i know for some for some of us we really love our privacy so we do very public things but when we come home we want, we want to be private that kind of thing it's important to do that but also it's important to share it with the people you want to share it and share the the stuff you want to share because there are people who don't care they share everything and to those people i say power to you and that's not me um but i want you to be successful so that i love i have passion for this this is what i do and then the last one also is to foster a culture 
and people know your values people know what you stand for and also to adapt to changes in the industry and you know embrace those changes you know because what's what's the point otherwise you know so those are some of the the, the, the highlights of why businesses fail and why business succeed more importantly and why in whatever endeavor you choose to go into, whether it's employment, whether it's uh, starting your own thing, whether it's developing a product or service, whether it's uh, to take it easy, you know, and, and just, you know, start start self-care or, you, you know, uh, work towards your mental health. These are some of the strategies that you can use uh, freely and openly. And whatever outcomes you get, please share them with me and uh, let me know if uh, and when and how they work for you in the meantime let's keep growing let's keep going uh until the next one my name is daniel duart remember to try to be happy until the next one bye bye five next steps by award-winning daniel duart finishing school for business leaders business heads chairs chief executive officers ceos Chief Operating Officers, CFOs, and High-Level Management. Daniel Dewar, an award-winning scaling expert, a global executive business leadership trainer helping individuals and corporations achieve clarity in uncertain times. Start your five next steps right now.